here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hi, I'm Matt Jackson. This is my brother, Nick Jackson. We're the mother effing young bucks, and you are listening to the New Japan PuroCast. Suck it! Super kick partake to sweet me. everyone welcome to this week's edition of the new japan purocast your weekly audio source for all things in the world of new japan pro wrestling my name is colin miller being joined alongside as always mr damon mcdonald at the time that we are recording this it is sunday afternoon august 21st we've got a lot to talk about here today we are going to be reviewing the finals of the super j cup 2016 we just got done watching it moments ago and damon let's jump right into it look oh do we have to can't we start with something nice can't we start with something fun can't we start with something exciting ask me anything well ask me, ask me about my weekend ask me about any 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 did i get did i get another goto did i get another hiroki goto <laughs> did i get anything because well, i i gotta be honest with you this show depressed me it depressed me colin i don't know if i was coming off a g1 high I don't think that's what it is at all, actually. No? No. I really don't. I think it is. I think it's that this was just an okay show at best. That that is probably the nicest thing that I can say about it. And I was excited about this because I think that the Super J Cup, for myself and for a lot of our listeners probably, the original Super J Cup from 94 was our gateway to New Japan Pro Wrestling. That was the first New Japan show that I had ever seen. So when it was announced at the New Japan Cup earlier this year that they were bringing back the Super J Cup, I was pumped. I couldn't wait for this. But I'll tell you what, both of these shows, the first one from a few months ago, and this one all together, this year's Super J Cup was kind of a bust. It was just disappointing. The, the the for me the peak of this year's Super J Cup was when they announced it, because <laughs> that's when everybody was speculating and having fun with the potential matchups and uh, you know dreaming of who could possibly be the winner and who could be elevated from a from a uh, a show like this and a tourney like this. Yeah, that that was that was, and then it went downhill from there because then it was like oh, the realization set in that. Okay, it's there. There are some younger guys, and there are people that you know people might not be all familiar with, and but that's okay because we're all willing to learn and keep an open mind and all that fun stuff. But then as the shows went on, it was kind of like, all right, first night it was all right. You know, there were some things that uh, 
you know, you could sink your teeth into, but you know, it wasn't tremendous. But again, we kind of held, uh, hung our hats on and held hope on the fact that night two was going to, uh, you know, clean up all the loose ends and everything was going to be all right in the end. It wasn't all right in the end. In fact, there were more things that I didn't like than that I did like. And this was, for me, and I don't know about you, Colin, this was a bit of a struggle. This wasn't even like it was good and it was like, okay, I'm watching pro graps. And uh, this was a struggle. There, there were, yes, there was some good stuff. Bucks, Motor, Shin, Mo, Motor City machine guns. Not to be confused with the Motor Shitty machine Motor guns. Shitty, like, uh, that I almost said. Uh, the, uh, the GAC Junior tag, ACH, uh, that was fine. Yep. The singles matches, I don't, I don't think there were any of them were great. I don't, th- I don't think I don't think Osprey and, and Seidel was great. No, and th- and that's a dream match on paper. Like that was the match that I was looking forward to the most because you know how big of a fan I am of both of those young talented gentlemen. And if they would have been given a bit more time, you know, may- maybe if we could have shaved off uh, Tai Chi's entrance by uh, ten minutes or so. I'll, I'll I'm, I'm going to save that. Trust me, because I have so much inner fucking rage over that clown. I'm, I'm about, I, I about had it. You know, when when he went to Noah, it, 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 you, you kind of forget just the bullshit that you had to put up with that guy, and then add the El Desperado element. It just, oh, no, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna hang on to it. I'm gonna hang on a little bit more, because because just enraged me, and that. That was a low point, and it was such a a low point, Colin. I, and and listen, I don't I don't need to be negative, Ned here today, but I'm gonna be I'm a little I'm a little grouchy, I'm a little surly, I'm a little uh, got a little little piss and vinegar in me. Surly Damon is never good, Damon. I uh, know. Well, guess what? This is what we got today. Deal with it, people. Uh, and here's can the f- you, can you can you think of a worse show that New Japan put on? Is this the worst show New Japan put on in 2016? And don't give me the fucking Row 2 shows. Row 2 shows don't count. Because truth be told, you're never really supposed to see these things, those Row 2 shows. This Even though network, we are going to be reviewing a lot of them no, very we soon. Gonna, we are. But I, I guarantee you that there are Row 2 shows that were better than this. I guarantee you it. Absolutely. As far as major marquee shows that yeah. New Japan has put on this year, this was definitely the worst one. And here's the thing that kills me the most. I mean, the reason why we do this podcast is because we're trying to spread the gospel of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Because for my money and for your money, New Japan is the best professional wrestling promotion out there because they deliver where it counts in so many different areas and that's the reason why we do this podcast for all of our fine listeners out there. And this, to me, was not an accurate representation of the best of New Japan at all. Because, I would never, yeah, I would never show this to to someone who might be interested in getting into New Japan. I would never show them this show to start out with. Nope, me neither. And here's another thing too, Colin. You know, not for nothing. Some of this, I can't say all of it. I can't say even half of it, but I would say that there's a, there, there is some finger-pointing that has to go to a guy like Kushida because he is constantly – all you hear from Kushida is how he wants to elevate the juniors, how he wants 
the juniors to be treated like the heavies. And he want, he wanted, you know, he was sitting at G1 and it was the most depressing time for him because he, um, you know, he sees what the G1 is and what it means to the people. And he wants the juniors and, and specifically you know, best of the super juniors and this super, super J cup to be in the same, uh, breath as the G1. This was, this was nowhere close. This was this this did him no favors, uh, and if you know if he had any say in the booking, and he had any decision, if he's a, the top junior, you think he would have some stroke or some pull with the office, whoever's running the show. This is this wasn't good. This wasn't this wasn't a feather in his cap to uh, to 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 get these these divisions on equal standing. That's for fucking sure. I think that the best of the super juniors was excellent this year. But yeah. the Super J Cup, it it can't hold a candle to this year's Best of the Super Juniors. Think about all the great matches that we saw at Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. Think about, dare I say, the, the G1 level matches, in my opinion, that we saw on Best of the Super Juniors. We didn't have anything like that during the Super J Cup. No. And I feel like they really dropped the ball here. This was, this was a great opportunity um, for them to turn this... Super J Cup single elimination tournament um, to bring it back, make it something special, and this didn't feel very special to me at all. It felt like, like you said, it was a struggle. This was a struggle to get through. And it wasn't special to the people in the audience, right? Well, did you First, see all the green seats? I was just going to say, there were plenty of green seats I saw. Yep. Um, so I don't think it did all that well at the gate. I don't, uh, And again, I don't have any numbers in front of me. Uh, but just looking at crowd shots, you know, they, they do the how they do the intermission um, and they turn on the lights. And a lot of times you'll see people getting up because they know when intermission is and they, they're, they're kind of like on the edge of their seats, you know, ready to go. When the lights go on, they're out the door. Um, there were there were a lot of empty seats, a lot of empty seats. It looked like. Um, yeah, Colin, I'm, I'm in full agreement. I, 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 I think, you know. Unfortunately, we we don't we're not going to have a lot of differing opinions on this show because, uh, yeah, going into it, you you everybody was excited, and you know, month by month, you got let down and let down and let down and let down again, all with the hope that this night would be special. It wasn't. It wasn't special. In fact, it was disappointing. And um, I guess you know, I guess we, I guess we'll hop into it. Yep. On that note, let's get into the first match here. The evening started out with a six-man tag match featuring the team of Bushi, Gurukin Mask, and Kaji Tamato versus Ita, David Finley, and Yuma Aoyagi. There you go. See, you're getting better already. Um, first of all, did everybody have to come out and get their own stupid fucking entrance? This show was like five hours long, wasn't it? It, it went was. On forever. We couldn't shave off their entrances. Just get let everybody come at the same time. I couldn't believe it when Ugh. I woke up and I loaded the video and I saw the timestamp and it said four hours and fifteen minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. This could have been a good, fun two hour and forty five minute show if they just would have shaved off a lot of the unnecessary bullshit, um, yeah. such as number one entrances and number two. Um, certain unnecessary matches. I'm looking at you, CMLL guys. That match did absolutely nothing for me. It was just there to have a bunch of lucha guys do spots that meant absolutely nothing. It's like an Eddie Van Halen guitar solo. 
It really is. Well, like, except for like the, the song is there, and and then here comes Eddie with his fucking guitar solo that means nothing to the context of the song. It's a great solo. He's he's one of the greatest guitar players of all time. It means nothing to the song, and then the song picks up again, and then we're off to the races. Well, that's I disagree like with you there, but no, I'm sorry. That's all right. But that, that's, that's <laughs> I think that's a terrible thing. analogy. Actually, I think it's a great analogy. Fucking, do you think Eddie Van Halen guitar solos have anything to do with the songs themselves? Absolutely. He, I he has recorded so. some of the most memorable guitar solos of all ah, time but i agree but they have nothing to do with like if, if i'm listening to beautiful girls and i hear that guitar solo in the middle i'm like it's only seven seconds long I that solo by the way two seconds it's fucking it's meaningless it's him there to hammer on and hammer off all the come on we know this he's a, he's an egomaniac <laughs> we're talking about van Halen. Hey, I love. I, I let, let's do a Van Halen podcast. No, I don't think I could because <laughs> I only, I've only listened to like the first three albums. They're, they're the best ones. All right, but back on track here. Uh, back with this uh, six man tag match. Look, this wasn't a bad match, and um, I will I will say this: um, Tomato does deserve his own entrance. I love I love this guy. <laughs> He's a happy guy, isn't he? He is, and I think that if you want to do, um, if you want to have some interesting, uh, new, fresh tag teams in your um, Super Junior Tag Tournament later this year, I think that a tomato cheeseburger tag team is money. <laughs> it sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starving. We have any tomatoes and or cheeseburgers? Um, look, again, fucking, I, I, was, I was tapping out because I'm looking at, you know, hang on how you always do the ring entrances. And, you know, that's when you go to the phone and, you, you know, you're kind of catching up on shit. I, I was done catching up, and they're still coming to the goddamn ring. Jesus Christ, Bushi again. This 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 Super J Cup, Colin had every fucking element of pro wrestling, the, like the the pro wrestling elements that I hate were in the show. Let's start off with Bushi. So Bushi does his his Los Ingo Bernables. I don't like anybody. Why am I here? Why did why would you tag with him? <laughs> That, that was the whole the, the whole story of this match was the fact that Bushi wanted nothing to do with Gurukan Mask and Tomato. Okay, so why would you have him as a partner? <laughs> right? Like you have to have him. You're contractually obligated to have Bushi be your partner. Be like, fuck you. Stay in the back. I don't need you. I guess right? they don't get paid if Bushi isn't their partner. I, I guess. I guess that's the cave hobble uh explanation. Um Bushi again constantly fucking over his opponents. Okay, great. And then you know, of all guys that had to do the job, David Finley, and I get the fact that he's the young lion, and if we're looking at experience. I can't even, I can't even guarantee you that that's the case. That he has the, the least amount of experience of all the guys that were in that in that match. But okay, he's the young lion. To me, he was the best guy in the fucking ring. I agree, and I think that this could have been an opportunity to have David Finley pick up a big win here. I mean, would it have really hurt? If let's let's say if Finley got one over on Tomato, mm, you're picking on Tomato. Okay, uh, well, how about how about Bushi? I think there was a moment in this match actually where Finley um, had like a small package on Bushi, and there was a near fall. Would that have hurt Bushi? David Finley's not going to beat Bushi. No, that... he's not. But would it have hurt in the long run? No, it really wouldn't to me, but you're not going to give David Finley a big win like that against the guy. Like, I, I'm thinking about maybe one of the other guys. Um, again, I just thought it was weird that Dave was, but again, it, it you know, he is the young lion. So what if okay. he pinned Gurkin Mask? That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is Gur- yeah, seriously. 
you get a fucking win over Gorka Mask. Um, it was an okay match, right? It wasn't there. I mean, honestly, it was probably one of the 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 better matches. Like, if you're going to yeah. put it in a, in a bucket, I would probably put it in the better match bucket. Um, yeah, basically, uh, Bushi hits Finley with the top rope codebreaker, gets the win, spits the mist in Tomato's face, oh. uh, rips Gurukan Mask's mask off. And yep, there you go. There. What do I hate, Colin? Two things that I fucking hate. Go ahead, say it. Number one, mist. Go ahead, not, yes. Not a big Number fan two. of the mist. Number yep. two, the uh, ripping of That's the mask gimmick. It. That's it. Yes, I hate both of those fucking things, and they both occurred. Bushi stinks. Thank you. And you know what's funny, too? I believe that your pick initially to win this tournament was Bushi. It was Bushi. <laughs> it really was. It was Bushi. I was riding a hot Los Ingo Bernabli's hand. <laughs> you really were. I figure, what the hell? I'll jump on board with Bushi. And my yeah, pick you... was Kushida. Did you out of the gate? Was it was it Kushida? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I can think... go back and listen to our first show. It was Kushida. Mm. I think I... did I pick Bushi? Yeah, I did. You Bushi. did. Yeah, what an idiot I am. What a dope. Um, what a dope. Um, and then I think I fucking followed it up with a Will Osprey. Right? You gave me a mulligan. Yeah. Yeah, I stink. Double stink. Hey. I'm not good at predicting. Hey, you didn't do bad in the G1 though. I did really good. Be, be you. Not not in the literal G one in the in the pick. <laughs> yeah, you you no. weren't in this G one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would have been over. <laughs> you, you you would have been worse than Tenzan. Oh my God, Tenzan! You would have destroyed me. <laughs> Are you me? One one Mongolian chop, and that would have been it. I would have been in the quarter eating a Mongolian chop. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm out, Tavin. I've got to finish this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves because oh, we're already oh. arriving at the match, the oh. match that just raised both of our ires. Of course, Go I'm first. talking about the first Super J Cup quarter final match, Jushin Thunder Liger versus Tai Chi. Damon, I was texting you during this. I said, God, this this guy's entrance is longer than The Undertaker's. <laughs> I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to let you go first, Colin, because I, I, this 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 match, just go. Just go go now, because I, I don't know when I'm going to fucking stop. All right, so Tai Chi makes his grand entrance with one of Yujiro's girls, I guess. And before the match, he gets all up in Milano Collection AT's grill, right? Yeah. And gives him a cheap shot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is 20 minutes in, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is like 20 minutes into the match. No, the match. Him getting to or, the fucking ring. Or yeah, 20, 20 minutes before the match, I should say. Great. So Tai Chi gets in the ring. He's got his microphone gimmick. He's got the girl. And the girl goes up to Liger. Liger's in the corner there. And she's just grinding, grinding in Liger's face. And uh, dirty old Uncle Jushin doesn't look like he minds it a uh, a bit. Yeah, he 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 knew the strip club protocol, didn't he? He had his hands yeah. across the robes, no touching. Yeah, no. Right? But he was he was all up in it. He trust me, he was breathing deeply. <laughs> <laughs> he was breathing deeply. Her crotch was literally right in Jushin Liger's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Jushin Liger sneezed, it would have came out of her nostrils. <laughs> they were so close. That would be gross. That don't make no sense. All right, okay, keep going, Kong. Yeah, Tai Chi tries to again. Your second least favorite thing. He tries to unmask Liger. Mm. That kills a lot of time. Mm. So Tai Chi wins this match via countout mm. because El Desperado was holding. This was almost, I don't know if this was better or worse than that Yano uh, Nagata finish from the G1. I mean, at least that one made me laugh. This one just, oh my God. 
this what, was, what what a waste! What what a waste to have Jushin Liger in this tournament, even if you're this, if, if you're gonna have him go out like this. This match was minus seven hundred two hundred and thirty six stars. <laughs> this was the fucking worst match of the year. If this match doesn't go down as the worst match of the year, I I don't know. I, I don't know. This was the shits. Unbelievable. I fucking low Taichi. He is my least favorite wrestler in any promotion, maybe of all time. The singing gimmick stinks. Stinks on ice. That stupid brain-dead girl he's with, I could care less about, okay? 20 minutes of entrance of him singing, and then he stops in the middle of the ramp and sings some more. Awful. I'm going to cut my throat watching this guy, right? Please don't do that. We have, we have a podcast to do. I hate him so much, Colin. That I don't care if he has a 12-star match that follows it up. I can't watch him. He's an instant fast-forward. I don't think he's, he's capable of that, quite frankly. But I, if, he, if he would or if he could, I wouldn't know. Because I just can't get past the, the, the absolute shit uh, uh, ring entrance. And it's long, and it never ends. And again, as Colin's describing this, yeah, this is like... I don't. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Do you think at least five minutes? At least. Oh, the entrance ha- yeah. had to take at least five minutes. Oh, so now we have El Desperado, and again, if you're a no guy or gal, um, you, you know all this. This is this is like yeah, no, no kidding. This is what we've been subjected to for almost two years now with these clowns. Here's Des- El Desperado making the referee just look like a total fucking boob, right? So much interference, blind, just like it's like it's a two on one. It's literally a two-on-one, right? And the referee's just, I don't don't know. Get out of the ring. (laughs) This goes on. And this goes on. Again, there's 200 people at fucking ringside. What else do I hate, Colin? What else do I hate in a pro wrestling match? Okay, well. Brawling in the crowd. (laughs) Let me tell you. Brawling in the crowd. So now we're Liger does the old, I'm going to drag you by the hair out to the middle of the crowd. It just makes everybody look like shit. Fine, we're gonna do it anyway. Out we go. So now here we go. So so the referee can clearly see that it's two that Liger is taking on two people now. Clear as day. El Desperado holds on. He's 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 holding Liger to the ground. Runs in, and and the referee's counting the whole time. Like the referee's not gonna stop his count to be like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. No, he continues to count so that Liger can fight off two guys to get back into the fucking ring because that 20 count is so fucking important. Yeah, he can clearly see, oh, look, there are shenanigans going on outside. I'm going to continue counting. And again, this whole match, was it five minutes? I think the entrance was longer than the match, right? Absolutely. Unbelievable. Colin, this was the worst match I've seen this year. This was the worst match I've seen in a real, I, I'm really hard pressed. Now let me ask you this. Go ahead. How would you compare this match? W- w- would you take any Yano G1 yep. match over yep. this match? Yep. All yep. right. Yep. Absolutely. There you have because, it. Because because here's the thing: the Yano match, at least that that it's bullshit and it's ball shots and it's hair pull. But in, you know what you're getting into. Not only do you know what you're getting into, but at least it has a pace and it's energetic. Like this was just like. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, and at least they try. They 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 try somewhat. 
to fucking hoodwink the referee. You know, the referee kind of is like dodging a, a punch or, you know, gets pulled and turned around and then the ball shot. This is this is everything that we described was was like right in front of him. It was just moronic. It was it was the worst match I've seen in this year without question. And for any of, for any for any of our uh, listeners who might be really into Noah, um, if you could explain to me, is this is this Tai Chi gimmick? Is this supposed to be something that's cool? Is this is this over? In, no, in I'll Noah? tell you right now. Me watching it, I'll tell you right now, it, it's garbage. But it, but it it felt like on this stage it was magnified twentyfold. Remember we talked about Omega and how I was worried about the stage. The stage is important to me. Yeah. Like if you pull this shit in the middle of fucking Fukuoka, you know, on a on a on a row two show, I'm okay. I'm, I'm somewhat. I'm all right. But I can I can swallow it a little bit better. This is a little bit of a bigger stage for me for this type of bullshit. And this was this was just just it was it was five minutes of bullshit. And and again, I I'm hard pressed to come up with a match that I hated more than this match. In 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 the in the year and how many days, maybe a month, of us doing this podcast, I can't think of a match that I hated more. I can't. I just have two questions. Number one, if you're gonna have Liger in a tournament that he is so synonymous with, like, why, why would you have him go out in this fashion? And number two, why would you even have Tai Chi in this tournament, knowing what he is? He he's not a guy who's going to go out there and deliver a four star match. It's all just bullshit and shenanigans. And to have Liger. Go out like this in a match like this in one of the in, in one of the worst. Think about that. Your your idol, Damon Jushin Thunder Liger, she, uh, yeah, was mean, involved what? in the worst match of the year. In the worst match of the year. I couldn't even uh, bring myself to say it. I, let's not. I got no problem with it. Taiji stinks. He just fucking stinks. What a shame this was. And but here's the thing. You know, Liger had something to do with this because I mean, I think you would have again enough enough pull to be like, I ain't doing this fucking shit. You kidding me? Just pin me. Just fucking pin me. Like, like, it's not like Liger's going to sit back there and be like, ah, no, I'm not doing the job. Liger's done jobs the worst. It's, that's, I don't think that's the problem. I, I just think people just try to be too creative or, or, or uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't answer it. I don't know. But this was some of the worst shit I've seen in years. Some of the worst shit I've seen in years. Wow. All right, moving on. Uh, we have probably our first good match mm-hmm. of the evening i would say keno versus kushida um i thought that these guys had a nice back and forth match with uh, keno tapping out when kushida gets him in the cross arm breaker um nothing blow away here but no. you know a solid pro wrestling match i would say that advances kushida in the tournament yeah uh, um I think this match stands out just because of the stink of the last match, right? I think anything that you put on after that horrific train wreck would be okay. I think the stink was good. still kind of like hovering, like it was for me, like the I, mist. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it was like the mist. It, it really was because it, it, I was sitting here watching it, still kind of like, like I, I, I had trouble getting into the match, even though it was decent. Uh, in the beginning, just because of this match, and again, it's it's not, it's eh, whatever. What we 
beat a dead horse with. And by the way, Jushin Liger reminded me of Conor McGregor there at the press conference, just throwing shit <laughs> at Tai Chi. <laughs> <Throwing> bottles. <laughs> throwing water bottles. Throwing mic stands. Yeah, I would too if I had, a, if I had that shit on he my resume. He was pissed. Ah, oh, what a horrible match, Colin. Uh, all right, so Kushida Keno. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I wish I could say more, but it, it, it was good. Nothing that nobody's going to go run out and watch again. Um, they did that. Uh, I, I I did like the finish where um, they did, did the power bomb, and then he went for the hoverboard lock. Keno re- reversed it, and then but but Kushida rolled it again. I, I kind of like that. I thought that was pretty nice. Um, yeah, I like how he won with the cross arm breaker too, because it shows uh, Kushida's versatility in the ring, and it kind of shows you how he can kind of uh, make you uh, tap out in a variety of ways from any corner. Yeah, you know, somebody I saw somebody mention that um, for this Super J Cup, like when I think Super J Cup, I do I think more flying, more I don't want to say flippy doos. I didn't think we really got a lot of flippy doos flying in this. No, we got a lot of ground-based uh, That's action. What I thought. Yeah, I thought this was really kind of weird. And this was kind of like one of those matches that that helped amplify that ground-based action, right? There wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of. I mean, and again, maybe this is tr- Kushida and, and 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 the likes trying to re-educate us on what exactly the junior style is. But there wasn't a lot of um, wasn't a lot of high flying. There wasn't a lot of Things were like when you think back to J Cups, and again, this is a different time and a different era. But um, you know, you th- you think of certain signature spots, right? Like if you go through the slideshow in your mind of of the Super J Cup, you think of Hayabusa with the big dive on Liger, right? Yep, you think of uh, Great Sasuke. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, and, and uh, you know, the the uh, is it what is that? The Super Space Driver? I forget. I, I'm terrible with names. But you know the flippy do outside the ring, um, even Takamichinoku yeah. kind of yeah. stands out to me doing uh, a dive outside the ring. Yeah, there's certain like snapshots. I don't think there's any snapshots. I don't have a snapshot from this this touring. I don't have one. I don't have one thing where I'm like, I, I'm telling you right now, nobody will remember this. This will go down as a blip on the radar when it comes to history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. It really will. It's a. It, it'll go down as a blip. There's there's nothing to take away from this as this was this was memorable. Nothing. All right, our next quarterfinal match here: Ryusuke Taguchi versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, um, another good match here. And isn't it interesting how in 2015 Taguchi was labeled as merely a comedy act at that point. We hadn't seen a lot from Taguchi in a long time um, leading up to this year's Best of the Super Juniors tournament. And this match to me was Taguchi kind of balancing out his comedy shtick with the ass-based offense and showing that he is also a very good pro wrestler. I like this match. Taguchi has been having a very good year. I think that he is going to be definitely in the running for possibly unsung hero when all is said and done. Yeah, I I, I think you like this match more than I liked it. Um, I, it was a I, blow away, but... No, no. But I, I still think that you were more positive on it than me. Um, to me, 
And again, ass-based offense, you know, it, that goes back years, 80s, you know. Shiro Koshinako is, is, is the guy that, that really comes to mind for me. Rikishi. It, <laughs> you stink. Um, you know, but, you know, it, this is, you know, ass-based offense is not something new, and it can be used effectively and and. And I'll put in the air quotes seriously, right? But sometimes when it comes with Taguchi, it's 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 more comedy based ass based offense. I know we have subgenres of subgenres now, but yeah, subgenres um, of ass based offense. Yeah, that's what we, that's what we do here in the pure cast. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I do I I did enjoy the spot in particular in this match where it looks like taguchi is going to do like a flying hip attack to the outside but he does mm. the rocky romero spot where he catches himself in the ropes yeah. and kanamaru just kicks him in the ass kicks him in the ass see literally sometimes, it does uh, sometimes though it, it, that's all it is though it's like all right how like I, I seriously there was a lot of ass-based offense here i can't believe we keep saying ass-based offense all the time with this guy but yeah it, there was atomic drops and slams and uh you know ass-based offense and hip attack and whatever you want to call it. It seemed like there was, there was a ton of that. It seemed like for me, uh, once again, it was a cake full of ass-based offense. Right? And I, and I was tired of cake by the time this match was over. And again, the fucking finish, the fucking ball shot. Like we just got done. We just, we just got, you know, not more than 15 minutes ago. We're sitting here with fucking Liger and Taichi. Yeah, El, El Desperado is holding him down on right, the we outside. Got, we've, I, I would think that we have had enough bullshit when it comes to the finishes. Do we need another fucking ref being distracted and a, and a fucking low, a blow, a low blow leading to a win? Do we need, did we need that again? Like, to me, this was some of the laziest fucking booking I could think of. Right? Am I out of, am I, am I, am I out of my mind? It just seems like really... I, 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 that's, I'm walking out of this thinking... We need to see something like this still, and we and and you knew we were going to have more to come. Oh, and we did. Yeah, we 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 had much worse actually. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. I, I I don't I didn't get it. Oh my god, this show was so fucking disappointing, Colin. So Kanemaro hits its finisher, which is uh, is called the touchout. It is basically a brain buster. Picks up the win. Over to Gucci and Kanemaru advancing to the finals here, which brings us to our next match. Will Ospreay, uh, this year's best of the Super Juniors winner, versus Matt Seidel in a match that, again, I thought was good. But if you look at this match on paper, I mean, Damon, you'd have to agree. Like, when you look at this, you're thinking, oh, wow, this is this is Colin Miller wheelhouse right yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I thought it was good. Again, if you if you could have maybe shaved off Tai Chi's entrance and given that time to this match, I think that these guys could could have put on match of the night here, and not only match of the night, but a match that we would actually remember from this tournament. But it just felt like they were kind of rushing to get all of their shit in, and at the end of the day, am I gonna remember this match? Not really. Yeah. I was I was curious. Like I was really indifferent to this match. I thought that it could have been much better than what it was, and I think time played a factor in that. I I, I still think this was a good match. Like from you know, I sat here and I said, you know, Kushida and, and Keno was probably the best singles match of the night. Osprey and Sidel was good. 
It, it was good. It 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 didn't live up to the hype. It didn't live up to our hype, that's for sure. There was a nice uh, callback to the original Super J Cup where Osprey does the Sasuke special to the outside, so that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, again, give, give me what you liked about this match. So, so you liked the callback spot. What else did you like? Yep, like the callback spot. Um, you know, I love uh, Osprey's, all of his usual spots where he does the five kip-ups in a row. That always gets the crowd going. Um, Seidel. You know, Seidel just so smooth um, doing, I believe that there was a, a spot where, I mean, and we're seeing quite a bit of this nowadays, where Seidel does the backwards um, Hurricane Rana. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think um, there was also a spot where Osprey was going to give Seidel a powerbomb, but Seidel catches him in a Hurricane Rana. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but again, it just felt like all of this was packed together a little mm-hmm. too tightly for me, if that makes any sense. No, no, I, I, I definitely see what you're saying. To me, it felt like a lot of nice moves without a context of a match, right? It just felt like there were a lot of cool shit that didn't really, like, taken, taken separately, it might be cool to see, but it, it, to me, it didn't, like, there, there were missing connectors that, that would make it a good match. Did that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'll tell you what, the, the surprise for me was not necessarily that Seidel went over, but it was just like, boom. It, it, it didn't feel to me that the Shooting Star Press was built in any way, shape, or form, right? Like, it just felt like Osprey went, went to the top, Seidel hit the Rana, Shooting Star Press, one, two, three, right? Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like – like, like when, it, when it happened, I, I wholeheartedly expected – Osprey to kick out because it just didn't feel like it was a finish. Like it just, I, I, maybe I, I, felt I didn't flat. expect him to kick out because they have been protecting that finish with him and Ricochet. Right. Like the, the actual finishes. Absolutely. I agree with you. And that's why I was kind of like, it was just the placement of it. And the, it just didn't feel like that was the finish. Like, obviously he, it, it would be like folly hitting the big, uh, the, the big, the bad uh, luck fall, bad luck fall, big luck fall. Um, you know, he hits it, and that's and that's that. And obviously, when Seidel hits Shooting Star Press, it's usually toast. It just didn't feel like that was the that that was a. I don't know. Maybe if I don't want to say that it felt like the finish ended abruptly. It just felt like I. Well, I guess it was. I guess that's that. That is how I felt that the, that the finish just happened. Um, I don't know. I thought it was weird, but yeah, I'm in full agreement, man. I think I think the match was good. Nothing, nothing that I'm going to remember anytime soon. I don't think it was either of these two two best matches of the year. I wouldn't even put it in either of these two top five, would you? No, not at all. However, I will say this. I do think that down the road this year, we are going to see a rematch between these two because what I really see them building um, towards at Wrestle Kingdom 11 is the winner of Best of the Super Juniors, which is Will Ospreay, versus the winner of the Super J-Cup, Kushida, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. That is what I think they're ultimately building to, and I think that Osprey is going to have to prove himself before Wrestle Kingdom, uh, that he's going to have to prove that he can defeat Seidel before he gets that third title shot against mm-hmm. Kushida. That's kind of where I see things heading. Maybe I'm way off, but... I think they. I, th- I think if you see that in a, in a different environment, 
um, I think it'll be much better. Like I said, I would not put this match on any of these guys' top five. Um, I think there's no. much better performances, and I think they have more in the tank. I just think this whole show was just so out of sync. Um, this match was good, not great, and I was I was expecting great. Speaking of out of sync, we arrive at our match before <laughs> intermission. This was your CMLL six-man tag. We had the team of Euphoria, Gran Guerrero, and Ultimo Guerrero versus Caristico, Titan, and Volador Jr., Damon, look, it's no secret that neither you or I are huge fans of Lucha Libre. We don't really follow it very closely. Um, I don't know if it's if it was just because I don't watch a ton of Lucha and I'm not that familiar with all of these guys, but this didn't mean anything to me. And it just felt like it felt like a bunch of Lucha guys doing a bunch of moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just felt I, like a bunch of moves. I, I, again, it's it. I've never been a fan. I can't wrap my head around it. Uh, and it's hard for me to appreciate what they do. There are people that they live and breathe and die lucha. And they, they can appreciate the intricacies. And they can appreciate how they do what they do. And that style of pro wrestling. For me... It's I can never do it. It just if it's just too choreographed for me. It's too. Um, it's it's not I, even I, a choreographed thing for me because you could take a match um, from Best of the Super Juniors earlier this year, like uh, Osprey and Ricochet. That's one of the matches of the year, and that was that felt choreographed to me but at the same time, it actually felt like a contest. Right. This. Just, was just felt choreographed. It didn't. It didn't feel That's like what I'm saying. there was no contest going on. Yeah, it felt more like dancing like the st- with the stars yeah. than a pro wrestling match. Yeah, it, and now and 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 I and I and I, I get. I don't mean that as a knock, but I guess it is a knock. It's it's it, for me. It, that's how it feels. I can't. I can't get around it. And the offense looks weak. Like the offense just looks so light and uh, airy, and the pacing. The constant whipping into the row. It just does nothing for me. It doesn't. And this this match did nothing for me either. Like it 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 only helped enunciate and it helped perpetuate those stereotypes that I have about Lucha Libre even more. I, I couldn't I it it felt like it went too long. It felt like it got too much time. And again, it I felt out of place to me. They they like doing that. They like doing that on on these junior shows and these super J Cup shows of of highlighting. Hey, Lucha. here's your random CMLL match. <laughs> they go. do do that. They well, listen. You know, the last ones, you know, that we, we do remember. You know, you 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 had really the international debut of Rey Mysterio and Psychosis. And look at what happened there. I mean, that was really a launch pad for, you know. Not only Ray Mysterio, but you know psychosis getting work in WCW for a long time, uh, and Ray obviously being you know who who Ray was and 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 the success that he's had, but that was really the launch point. That and ECW, you know ECW was 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 huge in breaking those guys out. Yeah, they're Mexican death matches. I was at every one of them, Colin Miller. Every one of them. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if I go to the network right now. And mm-hmm. I'd try and find a uh, Mysterio 
versus Psychosis match yep. from ECW. You were in the audience? I, absolutely. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look out for you. Colin, I lived 10 minutes away from the arena. I'm right over that. the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I was at, I was at every single, almost every single ECW show. Yeah. What a life I, you lived. Yeah. I was there for Eastern Championship Wrestling. As a matter of fact, there's if you go back, it's, it's on the network. There is a show, and I couldn't tell you which one, but it's at the very end. And I think it was a Balls Mahoney, I'm going to say, or Ian Rotten, an Axel Rotten, somebody. God rest their souls. Yeah. They broke a chair. Or they, it was a DDT on the chair. And the last shot of the show is me holding a chair, the, the chair that they they busted. And it's me, my friend Anthony, and uh, my girlfriend at the time, Anne. And um, I'm standing there like with the chair. And I'm like, they broke the chair. They broke the chair. Like I was being a retarded. What a mark. I was being silly. Um, yeah, but, but it's at the end of the show. So that was me at probably uh, 20. Yeah. Yeah. On the network, I forget uh, which that's show amazing. It. Yeah, so I, I hope got, somebody finds that and makes a gif of it and posts I, it on our Twitter. I have, I have it somewhere. I posted it on Facebook, my my personal Facebook, um, a couple months ago. As a matter of fact, I'll send it to you. Don't I mean? Yeah, I don't give a shit. You can post it anywhere you want. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like uh, Joey Styles. I'm gonna upload it to Pornhub <laughs> and RedTube. <laughs> RedTube. Um, yeah, it's on there. It's on there. Yeah, we were at every one of those Eastern shows. Yeah. Were you there when Snooka was champion? I was there when Snooka was champion, Road Warrior Hawk, um, when Eddie Gilbert showed. Um, I was there with Public Enemy. Was it Public Enemy versus Pat Tanaka? And was it Paul Diamond? I'm not sure. Um, uh, Headhunters. Um, yeah, I was there for everything. I was there for Terry Funk, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer. I was there with Tommy Dreamer was the Chippendale stripper. <laughs> yeah, before he was. I mean, I was there for everything. I was there wow. for the whole nine yards. Fun little man. history lesson on today's Purecast about Damon's ECW background. There, I have a lot. Uh, listen, I have a lot of ECW stories that uh, one day maybe we'll share. Um, I have five plenty of fucking stories. Um, but yeah, I'm on the. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 it's on the network. I forget what show it is, but if you, it's like one of the, some of the early shows uh, on the network and. Um, some of the early ECW shows that's uploaded. I forget which one it is, but uh, it's at the end of the show, at the very end of the show. It's uh, me doing silliness. Well, All right, getting back go. to the match at hand, though. Um, I'd rather talk about 1995. <laughs> <laughs> your your all-encompassing thoughts on this CMLL tag match. I hated it. How's that? I, I It's not for me. I didn't like it. Um, I can't give it stars because I don't like the style. And um, again, this was just a, a showcase for guys to do their big signature dive outside the ring. Yep. Volador um, Jr. hits the Spanish fly from the top rope for the win. Yep. And there you have it. I mean, if you're into that style of wrestling, more power to you. Um, I just didn't. Uh, there was nothing for me to emotionally invest myself in in this match. I'd be curious as, as to people who are into the style, what they thought of the match. Because I don't even think the style did a good job of representing the style. Right? I don't even think it was like one of the better Lucha matches that, that people have seen. Um, so I'd be curious of that. And I don't consider Lucha Underground to be like legitimate Lucha. No, Does that make sense? I don't know. I, you know. And maybe that's a silly statement to say. I don't even necessarily consider that to be a wrestling promotion. I consider that to be more of like... A, it's a wrestling promotion. A dramatic 
uh, series. Uh, I know. I, I can that, see I that can revolves see. around professional wrestling. It's professional wrestling. I mean, nobody's watching it for the for the dramatic elements. Like, it's not like you got to be bunch surprised. Of, listen, I don't. I really don't think like like people who watch Game of Thrones are then hopping on their DVR to watch Lucha Underground for the same reasons, right? Well, not for you, the same reasons, but right. But you're watching. Well, okay. But Robert Rodriguez does produce it, and uh, trust I, me, there I, I are there are a lot of film nuts who do watch that for the production value. I'm sure they do, but you have to be a you have to appreciate pro wrestling. Like you're not going to watch it just for production values, right? Right. You have to you have to at least enjoy pro wrestling. I know. I, I I have some friends. Who I guarantee you, they they don't know anything about pro pro wrestling. They don't watch pro wrestling. But if I showed them Lucha Underground, they would probably be able to get into it. And and if it was on Netflix, they might actually follow it just from the standpoint of like like almost like a like a Marvel superhero sort of deal. If that makes any sense. Yeah, but they don't, right? No, they don't. But I could see that happening. Anyway, moving away from Lucha Underground. <laughs> but uh, let's talk. We're not going to talk. I'd rather talk Lucha Underground than this show. No, we're not going to talk Lucha Underground. We're going to move on to the semifinal match featuring our favorite professional wrestler Tai Chi Yay. taking on Kushida. <laughs> I love when you say that. Like you say it just because you know it just irritates me. Why? <laughs> like you'll be like, uh, you know, taking on. And, and there's even a little chuckle in your voice, Kushida, because <laughs> you know it enrages me that this match even occurred. Um, tai Chi taps out to the hoverboard lock. There you uh, go. I, I hate him so much, Damon. There, there. Okay, let's get more back interference. To the, let's get back to the shenanigans here. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I have a lot of uh, moments from this evening's show that are kind of jumbled in my head. But mm-hmm. there was a moment in this match. Where Tai Chi takes a steel chair and just is it blasts. Tai Chi? Is it Tai Chi or Taiichi? I think it's Taiichi. Taiichi. I think let's, Tai Chi let, is a form of uh, martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> let's call. Let's give him a nickname too, being that we can't pronounce. Hopefully, we'll never have to see him again. Let's yeah, call tai, him. Let's call him Shitstain. No, we can't do that. No, 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 we can't do that. That's all right. All right so Taiichi, get throw yeah. another syllable in there. All yeah. right, Taiichi. I apologize. Right. Please right. hold your tweets for. <laughs> All, all, all you pronunciation Nazis out there, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start pulling a Brian Alvarez and blocking anyone who corrects pronunciation, please. Uh, so Taichi takes a steel chair and just blasts Kushida over the head with it. Yeah. And the re- the ref heard this. The ref probably saw this, and I started thinking like. If Taichi poured gasoline over Kushida and lit him on fire, <laughs> would there be a DQ? Because I don't think there would. I I, I, th- I think Red Shoes would let it go. But that's the problem. There was no Red Shoes. Even there were Red Shoes. Red Shoes knew, knew well enough to stay home, right? He was. He was. It, it whoever was, this uh, was, whoever this ref was, it was. It was. It's. It's the 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 bottom feeder, New Japan ref, right? The younger guy. Yeah, I, I forget his name. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Attacks him before, before as Kushida's walking to the ring. Yep, gets the cane and yeah, that stupid that mic stand. Yeah, the mic stand rather. Uh, stole the stupid bell hammer. <laughs> I just hate everything about the oh the fucking interference from Desperado again. Uh, the brawling around ringside, the fucking refs stink. It's just. 
if you kind of want to put a silver lining on this whole thing, can I do that? There's a silver lining? Because this was consistent and constant fucking bullshit that had me eye-rolling and hand-waving all night long. But go ahead. Please, give give me a silver lining. Okay, so earlier, well, I'm gonna maybe it's not so much a silver lining. It's <laughs> you're downplaying it already. <laughs> it's more so making sense to, to to myself at least why Taichi was even in this tournament in the first place. Okay, okay. Me- so in the corner fi- in the quarterfinal match, the first match, we saw Jushin Liger versus Taichi, mm-hmm. and that match just enraged the both of us. Mm-hmm. Did it not? Yeah, oh, but, yes. So by the time we got to Taichi versus Kushida. We wanted to see this guy get his ass beat. Mm-hmm. We wanted to see Kushida just kick this guy's ass. Mm-hmm. So maybe, just maybe, that's what the Liger business was all about. It was getting people worked up and irate. So when Kushida finally got the win over this guy, we would we would be so streamers. elated and yeah. happy and i was and i love the part where, where kushida just nails him in the face gives him a straight right hand to the face that was awesome uh, listen i agree that and that makes perfect sense it really does and i think that that was the goal was to make this guy such a fucking prick and such an absolute despicable human being that man woman child fan non-fan you name it, they wanted to see this guy get his ass handed to him. Agreed. The problem was that no one in that building gave a shit. <laughs> no one. That, that that was one of the more quiet crowds I've I've heard this year, top to bottom, soup to nuts. That was a, that was a, that was a quiet crowd, and and it didn't work because they were sitting there on their hands, staring at that horrendous horseshit display, and they sat on their hands, right. Do you think that was a do you think that was a, a vocal crowd? I was actually gonna bring up the fact that at times I didn't hear a peep from them. <laughs> right. And at times I thought they were wrestling at a sound stage and they were just props <laughs> that were sitting there. They were they were mannequins. Um it was a very very quiet crowd. And again, it wasn't a it wasn't a stuffed to the gills super no capacity uh show. But even the people that were there, they were dead. They were quiet. Uh, and, and don't give me well, – listen, everybody listening to this has heard crazy, rabid crowds. And crowds that, truth be told, may not have – you know, shows that may not have – that have deserved the level of noise that fans gave it. Japanese fans can be crazy loud. They can be. I mean, not like American chanting crowds. Well, just right? watch some of those G1 final shows from last weekend. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when the time is right, they're gonna they're gonna lose their shit, and that's and, that, and that's cool. Go watch that Okada versus Ishii match from Osaka. Yeah, I mean that, 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 that they can hell pop on some some eighties shit or nineties stuff. You know, these crowds go nutso. This crowd was having none of it. it. It felt to me like the crowd was having none of it. Like they were, they were not happy with what was going on. It felt to me the same. Like we're noisy Americans, right? We're just loud, obnoxious, obnoxious. boisterous. <laughs> We've been called obnoxious. That's that. I love that. We one. have that one. on that Reddit. One actually, yeah, that one actually made me smile. Like that one actually made me grin ear to ear. They were clearly uh, talking about you, Dana. I, I hope so. I absolutely hope so. Um, it just brings joy to my heart. 
Um, they, that crowd, they they wanted none of it. And uh, we were, again, us being the noisy Americans with our microphones and our podcast, uh, we, we, you know, we're here to put on a little bit of a show, mind you, and maybe amplify our emotions. Maybe. A little sizzle with the steak. A little sizzle, huh? Uh, they, those those people felt exactly the same way we do. They just weren't noisy about it. A little they salt were, on your margarita rim. You, ooh, that sounds sounds delicious and sexy. <laughs> um, look, I'm uh, uh, I'm I'm with them, except I'm a little bit more boisterous about it. I'm sure they went home and punched their wall and were like, "Why did I?" Sp-? Did you see uh, even our good pal Esbach? What did oh, he say? Uh, well, first of all, Esbach hates Kushida. Does he? Yeah, he's not a fan. I didn't know he, that about him. Not a fan. That's interesting. Yeah. Because Esbach lives in Japan. Yeah. He's, he's not Japanese. A fan. Not a fan. He don't like that Kushida. Uh, and two, he, I think he tweeted something along the lines of, I wish I would have gone to the Big Japan show in Nagoya instead of watching this show. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was having none of it either. So, yeah, look, they got, maybe I mean, some of it might have to do with the fact that Kushida won it. Um, but yeah, I think the majority of the people in that crowd were kind of, they were, they were poo poo in the show. Yeah. So Kushida advances, taps Taichi out to the hoverboard lock and we move on to our final semi final match of the super J cup. Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Matt Seidel in a good match where we saw Kanemaru advance after hitting his brain buster finisher on Matt Seidel again. Nothing that we're necessarily going to remember at the end of the day. Um, just merely a vehicle to advance Kanemaru to the finals so we can have that champion versus champion match. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, I wish I could add more. I wish I could add a, another angle on it, but that's exactly... The, the good thing about this 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 uh, Super J-Cup was you, you did have some of these dreamier matchups. Kanemaru and, and Seidel being one of them that... You know, you may not have seen before, and you may not, um, you know, have the opportunity to see with them being in different promotions. So this was one of those kind of, you know, dream scenarios. Um, it was it was a good match. Nothing nothing great. Again, good strikes, the knees, uh, the the oh, the one clothesline from Kanemaru on on, on uh, Seidel. The, the close of the lariat, oh, and then the brain buster finish. That was really, that was something tight. But again, good match, but you're exactly right, Colin. This was all just a vehicle to set up for war, which we would, would have been smart of us to kind of see this in, you know, coming. Unfortunately, it drove right past us, and, and you're looking at it and you're like, oh, of course they were building to this. But a champion versus champion uh, final makes sense. Um, Good Especially match, considering but, uh, the current Noah storyline in No Japan in New Japan, right? And and again, we we were a little late to the party on that with the G One and everything happening just days before. Uh, but everything kind of makes sense now that that that's there, there's going to be a big tie in this autumn with uh, Noah and New Japan, which I'm excited for. Uh, and this helps play into that storyline. So uh, good. I like that direction. Match was good, uh, but yeah, this was a vehicle for that. So. Um, yeah, good. 
And now we arrive at our first tag match of the night for the GHC Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. We have the champions, Harado and Kotoji, defending against ACH and Ishimori. Um, I was very happy to see Ishimori back here because I thought that him and Kushida had probably my favorite match of the Super J Cup um, during the first night. So yeah. I'm glad to see him uh, teaming up with ACH here. I thought that this was a good match. I didn't think it was as good as the IWGP Junior Tag title match, which we'll get to momentarily. But um, good to see some fresh new junior tag teams here in uh, New Japan. Um, well, it's funny that you should say that because remember last week when you said, hey, you know what? Noah might be my cup of tea. Uh, a lot of guys that I'm, you know, that I saw in G1 that were pretty good, uh, you know, piqued my interest. Uh, and now these guys, I'm telling you what, Colin, and and to a person, and and again, Noah fans can speak on this probably even better than I can. I, I'm gonna watch. I watch enough Noah to to be dangerous. But it's the junior stuff that's really the uh, the stuff that sets Noah apart. Their junior stuff. If you if you like the juniors, watch Noah. And especially these tag belts. It, these tag belts, you're going to see some great matches. ACH and Ishimori together is really a fun fucking tag team. They, and again, I, I remember last week talking about how I looked up and I, I'm, I'm watching that Battleman show. And um, it's ACH talking. I'm like, well, I, I know that voice. Um, look, this, this is the stuff that you want to sink your teeth into. So if you're going to watch the Noah, and again, the real hero, the archives, that's where you want to go. This is the stuff. This this stuff is good. And this match, and again, at the top of the show, I said this was one of the better matches of the night, right? Yeah, absolutely. And ACH is one of those guys that would get me interested and want to check out more Noah and want to check out more of Noah's junior tag division. And I thought that this match did a good job at kind of piquing my interest, as you said, to check out more of uh, Noah's junior division. Um, we saw Harada... Uh, pick up the win here after he pinned Ishimori with a bridging German suplex. So a solid match there. And then after the match, who comes out but none other than Ghetto and Jado, and they lay out the challenge to the current GHC Junior Tag Champs. So it's looking like that uh, we might see that in the future, and perhaps that'll even be on a, a New Japan show. Yeah, I mean, people are excited about that. It's, I know, look, I, if it were 1998, you know, 2000, maybe I'd be a little bit more excited for this. Uh, but I understand why people might get excited for uh, uh, the challenge that was issued in this match. To me, I I prefer, let's, you know, I just sat here for, for two and a half minutes talking about, hey, junior tag straps is where it's fucking at. And to me, the, these junior tag strap matches, not only are they on par with the IWGP junior tag matches which again we always talk about how great they are some of the times they they, they might even top them so, and because because it feels to me that they treat these belts a little bit more seriously than than uh maybe new japan treats their junior tag belts um would you say I'm, that these ghc junior tag titles aren't as hot potatoy as the IWGP uh, ones? I mean, they're they're hot potato they're, they're, I, I don't know if I would say. And again, let's not make it sound like these things are the fucking, you know, heavyweight titles. 
not, I can't even say the heavyweight tag titles because the heavyweight tag titles aren't worth shit either. Um, well, pretty I mean, soon it's, it's, it's not have... the never six man. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no. Yeah, not the never six man. Have you seen those belts? Is anybody wearing those belts anywhere? I believe that uh, Kojima, Ricochet, and um, Seidel right. are right. still champions, right? Yeah. Nobody's wearing the belt. You, you, you see Seidel wear it once? No, I did not. Just have like, seen, have, have you seen Kojima wear it at all during the G one? <laughs> nope. Kind of like how Shibata isn't wearing his never belt either. All right. Funny you should say that because at the Ring of Honor show on Friday, he did wear it. Ah, okay. So he managed to get that through customs. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did dust it off and uh, take it out of the closet. Um, yeah, he did have that on the Ring of Honor show. Well, speaking of the uh, tag division as a whole, I'm kind of excited for what the future has in store. Um, we're going to get into that in just a few seconds. Let's talk about this IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Match featuring uh, the Young Bucks making their return, the champs defending against the Motor City Machine Guns, who were one of my uh, favorite tag teams of the past, oh, I don't know, uh five years or so five ten years i i used to love watching these guys in dare i mention them tna and ring of honor um for my money they're right in my wheelhouse so i was happy to see them back together taking on the young bucks uh the finish of this match was pretty dramatic um we saw a spiked indie taker on the outside um they delivered that to alex shelley and then it was just the bucks uh versus chris saban all on his own um i was really rooting for saban here wanted to see the machine guns pick up the win but ultimately saban was laid out with the melzer driver and the bucks retain their titles here but the interesting thing happened after the match which um for my money was match of the night i will say that i enjoyed this match more than anything else i saw this night but uh the bucks laid out the challenge they said look we've done everything that we can in the uh tag division here in new japan pro wrestling the only thing that we haven't done is go after the heavyweight tag title so they called out the briscoe brothers they laid out the challenge and this got me thinking this got me thinking has ghetto been listening are we going to see these two tag divisions finally merge and just have a undisputed iwgp tag team uh titles if you will well, I hope so, and I hope they listen to our calling for that. Uh, I think we helped lead the charge for that. Um, I know a lot of people have been clamoring for that, though, as well. So um, fingers crossed, yes, I hope that is the case. Um, I don't have any issue with the Young Bucks challenging for the heavyweight title. I don't think that the size differential matters to me in the least. Uh, I'm not a traditionalist, shockingly enough, in that sense. I think at, at this point... Um, talent is talent, and I'd rather see uh, a combination of juniors, quote air quotes, and heavyweights, air quotes, uh, challenging for the same belts. No problem with it whatsoever. In fact, I encouraged this. Uh, I think Bucks Briscoes on paper sounds fantastic. I think it sounds fantastic. Um, I, th I think uh, for me, the match was very good. Was it the best one of the night? Probably. Yep. Um, I don't think this is one of the best Bucks matches. I don't think this is one of the best Shelly matches that I've ever seen. I think I definitely have seen better. 
Um, I think um, I wouldn't even put it in. Would I? Would you put it in the top five or top ten for the year, Colin? Probably not. No. Probably not. Okay. So um, again, this, it's the story of this night. Yeah, that, I was just gonna say that's kind of the theme of the night. I mean, this was very good, but is it gonna rank in um, their best material? Probably no. not. Are we gonna? be reminiscing on this match at the end of the year as we're compiling our match of the year candidates uh i don't think so yeah and i think the crowd hurt this one too how many times have i said it colin i i and and here's the thing too and I, i can't blame it on this stigma that that is the juniors in in japan but i i saw with my own eyes how I don't know, disconnected they are to to juniors. We talk about it every year when it comes to the best of the super juniors, right? And how, well, Cork in attendance is down. Yeah, but it's that 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 those were the super junior shows, right? We say it every you know, all the time. Um I don't know what it is with this disconnect, it feels like, from and, and these people bought tickets, they knew what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> Sound like from an airplane. <laughs> they bought the tickets. They knew what they were getting. I into. say, let them crash. <laughs> I say, let them crash. Um, but yeah, that's that's what it felt like to me. It felt like they just. I don't even know if they were unwilling to connect. This was a good match. If you put this match anywhere else, I bet you. I bet you we'd be talking about it in a much more positive light. And I think others would be talking about it as well. I feel like if you put this match in front of a Ring of Honor crowd, like at the 2300 Arena or something, or in in, in New York City, this would have gone over, you know, much better. But here in front of this New Japan crowd that was not as uh, emotionally invested, shall we say, it didn't go over quite well. Yeah, it it felt very quiet. It felt, uh, they tried. To me, they tried. And, and it just, I don't know, couldn't connect. And I don't know if that's a Junior's thing. I don't know if that's a Young Bucks thing. I don't know if that's an Alex Shelley thing. I don't know. I don't know who. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's just a Junior thing. And maybe that's another reason why the Young Bucks and I think Juniors in general want to make that leap. You know, we're looking at you, Kenny Omega. We're looking at you, Kota Ibushi. You know, we're, we're looking at Juniors. who, And not for nothing, we're looking at Kushida. Because Kushida again, he's he's it, nothing would make this guy happier than to get the same kind of buzz and juice that the heavyweights get, for whatever reason. It's just it's just it's never it, there's always been that line in the sand and that connection. It just feels like you know I'm speaking like I live there, but it you see it. I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think I'm speaking out of turn there. You know I don't I don't think I'm I'm out of line in saying that the juniors. Just don't get the same kind of buzz, and just don't get the same kind of connection that that that, that the heavyweights do. And and again, this was a super J cup for Christ's sake. What did you expect? Finally, we arrive at our main event of the evening, the Super J Cup final, with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion Kushida versus the GHC Junior Heavyweight Champion Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Now. It seemed to me that with Kushida, the theme of this entire night really was him just overcoming the odds, overcoming the shenanigans, and just kicking out of big spots, kicking out of big moves. And we saw that again in this match with Taichi once again rearing his ugly face. and He is an ugly fucker, isn't he? (laughs) Stupid hair. Hate him. And interfering in the match. And I guess the positive spin that you can um, put on this is that it did make it seem like 
uh, Kushida had to go through a struggle th- th- this entire night, and especially in this in this match, he did. This wasn't a uh, cakewalk for him, you know. Okay, and I agree, but I would rather see that cakewalk or that non cakewalk be him struggling to get wins. Yeah, over it- Kanemaru. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to struggling to get wins over Kanemaru and everyone else that happens to be at fucking ringside. You know what I mean? That's that to me that that's a, a th- that gives a thousand more again air quotes points of credibility in my mind if a guy can just beat overcome the odds and beat somebody as opposed to having to overcome the odds with 900 people at ringside. Kind of like what Kenny Omega did with Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, he beat him in a 28-minute match, fair and square. No shenanigans, no los in gobernables. He just yeah. beat him. That's Ishi. And he had right? to, yeah, Ishi, Ishi, Ishi. E. Uh, I mean, God. Uh, let's look at his match with Okada that he had. He overcame the odds and defeated the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, fair and square, in the middle of the ring on his own accord. Right. Right. That night, he was the better man. Right. Uh, that's that's. That's what makes it great. I guess that- with Kushida, though, it's that, that does he still have? Let me ask you this: Do you do you still see like an underdog stigma attached to Kushida a little bit? Okay, maybe, but there becomes a certain point where that kind of gets beaten to death. I what think that's o- done. Yeah, me too. What is he overcoming? What does he have to overcome? Just let's let's win matches, right? To me. Overcoming those odds never equals a great, I don't want to say a great championship run, but like when guys beat guys clean, it it always does more good than harm. Winning clean never hurts. Again, we go back to the G1. The G1, we you had people that lost and they had to lose, but you could still make them look strong. And, and stronger coming out of the tournament. You don't have to go through this. And I don't even think it's a protect. Why are you protecting anybody? There's nobody to protect. You just fucking lose. It's okay to lose. You're not getting buried. To me, this, this horseshit of overcoming the odds and fighting through all this, it just makes everything look silly. And it just makes everything look... I agree with you, but that was sort of uh, Kushida's theme of the night, right? And it's and and I don't think it did him any favors. We opened this show, and I said, "Hey, Kushida, uh, there's a finger that's pointing at you too. If you're going to be this ace of the juniors, and and this is the bullsh- this is what you know you're going to be, you know, this is what your run's going to be known for." And I don't think it will be, but this this was a big spotlight. This was this was supposed to be a big spotlight that turned into literally a wet fart. It turned into a fart in church. It, it turned into, you know, a less than stellar party is what it turned into. Taking out all of the shenanigans that we saw, though, what would you rate this match? You know, if we're throwing out snowflakes here, what would you give this? Three and a half. That's exactly what I was going for, actually. Exactly. Three and a half. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's a good match. Right. That's a good match, but... You know, three and a half. Three and a half should not close your show. Yeah, Super J Cup final. Yeah, yeah three and a half. That's not good enough. That's, it's. I'm sorry. That's just not good enough. And I'm sorry the bar has been set so high by you guys. And and you know and maybe you could get away with this in in 2001. Uh, not now. Bar's too high. This was a disappointment. 
across the board. You got to look at yourselves in the mirror, guys. This was not good. Considering the the history and the lineage and the prestigiousness of uh, this Super J Cup tournament, you know, it has a certain aura surrounding it. And I think that's why we got so excited when they announced that it was coming back um, earlier this year at the first night of the New Japan Cup. And to me, a Kushida versus Kanemaru finale doesn't quite live up to that aura and that. No, I'm going to um, disagree. Okay, okay. And, and, and that's a fair point since you watch a lot more Noah than, than I do. I mean, I'm not. Look, you got a champion versus champion. Right. In, in different in rival promotions, I mean, technically rival promotions. <laughs> we all know what's going on in the background here. Their sister um, promotion. Yeah, I mean, right. But all right. Um, with that said, though, this, 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 truth be told, if you booked this match at the Dome, you, you would have nobody hand waving it. It's a, it's, a, it's a champion versus champion match. It's exciting. It's good stuff. And that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice little undercard match. Sure. Without question. If I was being selfish here, if I was going the Damon Don't McDonald's say Sido. route. Don't say Seidel. <laughs> uh, Don't say no, Seidel. I actually wasn't going to say Seidel. All right. I was going to say since this tournament is so, at, at least I think it's very synonymous with Jushin Thunder Liger, I would have had a Kushida Liger finale. There were some people that were that were chattering about that, you know, that, it, you know, hey, you know, bringing back the J-Cup, you know, kind of doing a Tenru or, a, you know, a, a, a Tenru and Tenzon kind of thing. Right. You know, kind of last hurrah kind of thing. He's he's mentioned that this was, was probably his last one. Um, that's what I saw anyway. That's the story that I saw. But well, our, how many times how many times are you going to get burnt by that? Our friend Taichi uh, fucked that up for us. <laughs> yeah, how many times are we going to get burnt by that, Colin? How you want that nostalgic run, right? And then New Japan does the logic and says, well, probably doesn't make sense. Even though Liger went out like a bitch. He really know, did. It, he really, it really was, you know, he would have lost. He, I'm guaranteeing you there was no way he sat there and said, no, we have to book this crazy, wacky finish because I don't want to. That's, that's not. The guy fucking did a job to Colt Cabana, all right, <laughs> in, in Rahway, New Jersey. Liger has no problem lying down to anyone, okay? Yeah, so I thought that this was a good final, but again, certainly nothing that is going to be in uh, match of the year candidate mm-hmm. consideration, and definitely nothing that was as good as some of the main events we saw at this past year's Best of the Super Juniors. I mean, no. what do you think was a better match? This match or Taguchi versus Osprey? I mean, to me, no that brain. was a be- that was a big final there that felt like yeah. it really meant something and had a lot riding on the line, and the crowd was into it. And again, I I, I sense your frustration because this is this was a Colin Miller show. I know you. This was the show that you were, you know, of anything of this weekend. You had this circled. I um, did. I did. Yeah. And I'm going to make a statement here that I made to you before we got on the air. Um, you know, this is a New Japan podcast, and our job here is to kind of wave the flag for New Japan and, um, you know, spread the gospel of them. But I also like to maintain some semblance of honesty with our audience. And I'm going to go on record and I'm going to make the statement that I had a lot more fun watching last night's NXT TakeOver show than I did this Super J Cup final. And it pains me to say that, but that's the truth. I'm being honest. It doesn't pain me to say it. It's the truth. I feel the same way. 
and I don't I don't watch NXT for shit. I don't watch Neither it. do I. I don't I I literally have not watched a show. I watch the takeover shows. Me too. Because they're, they're usually good. Right. They're usually good. Um and I, I I got no I don't care who produces it. I don't care who puts it on. If it's good pro wrestling, I'll watch it. Exactly. If somebody told me uh, that, hey, that Evolve show, you gotta check it out, I'll watch the Evolve show. If somebody said, watch the Pro Wrestling Gorilla, I'll watch the Pro Wrestling Gorilla. I'll watch somebody the, the Chikara show. Chikara, Guts World, Freedoms, <laughs> I don't give a shit. If it's good, it's good. I'll watch it. No problem. I got no problem saying it. I got no problem you saying it. I really don't. Um, it, it, yeah. I mean, right now, if you're telling me to rank the shows, NXT was better than, than Super J Cup. We'll see what happens with the... Uh, are you watching the SummerSlam shit? Oh, sure. I'll have it on. What the hell? I mean, look, I pay the nine ninety nine a month to subscribe to the network, so I might as well make use of that money. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I got work to do, though. Yeah, here's the thing, though. If you don't take that shit too seriously, like I don't at this point, like, you know, it it, it is what it is. It's there. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll see some good matches on there. But anyway, getting back to my point here, um, this this Super J Cup as a whole. Well, how about this? How where, where would you rank the nights? In my opinion, the first night of the Super J Cup was better than this night. I thought that uh-huh. Kushida versus Ishimori was better uh-huh. than any match on this card. Hmm. Better than the Bucks match? Um, if we're just talking about Oh, just the tourney matches? Yeah, the the, the tournament matches, correct. Yeah, listen, I'm not going to I can't you know, you're not going to get a, a a massive argument from me on that. That stood out more to me than anything on this card. You're not going to get you're not going to get a battle from me. I didn't like this show, man. I really was down on it, and I felt I felt worse coming out of it. I felt like I wasted a Sunday afternoon. And that's and, that, and that's terrible to say. I really felt like I wasted a Sunday afternoon. I'm I'm right there with you, and that is you, you don't want that when you're watching a, a a pro wrestling show, which should be enjoyable and you know it's a passion when when you feel like you're literally wasting your time when you're watching a wrestling show that's that's not good it's but not good folks you know what the problem is it, 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 aside from the one match nothing was horrid no right? like the lucha stuff wasn't my speed it's not nothing i don't it's listen you know how you know i look I, i'll never i'll never get into it so that's a bad example right so take that match off the board but you go down the list nothing was horrific right nothing was 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 well taichi but except that right that that i'm telling you flat out that's worst match of the year any promotion i i defy you to give me a i'll i'll watch a fucking divas match over this will you watch an an eva marie match i'll watch an eva marie match I, wow. I promise, because to me, this match just was infuriating, infuriating. I can't even talk. Infuriating. And Eva Marie match, I mean, that's just laughable. I mean, you watch that for, for comedy. Uh, this, and again, it wasn't about the execution of the maneuvers. It wasn't that. It was just the 10 minutes of him getting to the ring, the stupidity that ensued during the, what, the, the air quote match, the interference, the absolute asinine finish it, it was just mind-boggling it, it had nothing to do with necessarily the work it had everything to do with the structure the finish the the entry it just it was terrible it was just fucking awful drex like legitimate real pro wrestling matches right 
like like legit, legit. it was the worst New Japan match, right? Yeah, absolutely. Of the year, be be honest, the worst New Japan match of the year. I I can't even say that it was because a this match is a, almost. Like, right, it was because more, this is a New Japan match, right? I mean, yeah, this is this, a New Japan umbrella, right? Yeah, so let's, yeah, even though we had all these pro, this is a New Japan show, right? Worst, worst. Okay, so let's think of the the, the shit matches, right? Worse than Yano. Worse yeah. than any Yano match. Yes, yeah, I agree. because I agree. At, at least with with Yano's shtick, like when he tied up Yuji Nagata, I'll be honest with you, I was laughing my ass off just because of like what was it, 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 that, that was almost like a so bad it's good sort of deal, at mm-hmm. least in my opinion. No, Where with this, it was just infuriating and nonsensical and pointless, and it just it canceled out any positive emotion that. Yeah. I, I I may have felt going in it 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 made absolutely no sense. I don't Damon I'm I'm sure that you can think of many guys that could have taken Taiichi's place in this tournament. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but it, he, you know he's a, he's a big gun. Pardon the pun. In Noah, How, where is he in Noah? Like on the scale of like he's in Suzuki Goon. I mean, he's he's you know he's. Compare him to somebody in New Japan. All right, um, if he had to. All right, so like a shitty mid card heel. Um, Give me a name. How about a? I'm trying to think of a decent one. I'm trying to think of like a heel, like a dick heel. Well, this will be helpful for some of our listeners who don't watch Noah too. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say like. People are probably yelling at me. Um, maybe like a Rapongi Vice. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because they're like, like a like a lower juniory. I mean, they're likable. I mean, Rapongi Vice. I mean, I but I'd like if you're like going down the pecking order of a of a card and a show, I would probably put the like they're in a heel stable chaos, right? That they're not the top guys. You know, they're 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 the lower bottom. Well, you know, what? maybe a Bullet Club guy. Maybe like a um, like a Yujiro? Maybe, maybe a little bit higher. A little, little bit higher than Yujiro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like Tomatonga. Yeah. Yeah. Probably huh. in that. In that. In that. Tonga Loa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. I would probably say in that. In that. Wow. Okay. World, right? I, I'm just I can, really. I mean, I, people might have differing opinions on that, but that's where I. That's, that's where I would say that, that that's where they are in Suzuki Goon. I mean, they, you know, they're not the top of the rung. They're not. They're not like Davy Boy and Lance Archer. They're not. You know. You know. They're, they're not the upper echelon of Suzuki Goon, but they're. You know. They're. You know. They're not the Kenny Omegas. Okay. They're not. Bad luck folly. I guess what I'm the most curious about is do some people like this whole deal? Like if if you're listening to this right now and you're really into Taichi, I'm not gonna begrudge you and you know, tell you you wrong and and, and yell at you, but I, I would kind of like someone to explain to me what the allure is, if yeah. there's any, and why he was selected to be in this tournament, and what he, what did he add to it? Because to me, he just detracted on all ends of the spectrum. He just detracted from everything. He was there because of the same, the exact reason that you mentioned was he. There, he's an absolute prick, and he, and they wanted that 
that idea of Kushida fighting through all those obstacles. And he was the perfect guy to make that happen with all the shenanigans with El Desperado. Um, well, it didn't do anything for Kushida. No, and, and here's the thing, too. And, and again, the feedback that I get um, from, from people who definitely watch the Noah is, you know, they, they hand wave this fucking Suzuki goon shit, man. It, they're over it. It's it's they really are. It's it's gotten to the point where it's gotten, you know, out of just this is what you get. You get you get a lot of this. You do get a lot of this. Every once in a while they'll they'll pull out like a great match and it's just, you know, no bullshit. There's a lot of shenanigans. You think you you think the Los Ingobernables stuff is is uh, is shenaniganful and we and how we despise that? Well, some of us despise that. <laughs> well, okay. There's there's plenty of shenanigans with Suzuki Goon. Plenty of, plenty of shenanigans. Well, there you have it, folks. That was the 2016 Super J-Cup. An overwhelming thumbs up from us. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. We, we just gave a glowing review about everything. And no. that's another thing, too. And I, I don't want to hear from people saying that we're, that we're like New Japan apologists. Because yeah. if it's shit, we'll, we'll be the first to tell you. And this was, this was shit. Yeah, I, I like to think that we are very honest with our audience, and if, like you said, if something just sucks, we're gonna let you know about it. You know, we are here to spread the New Japan gospel, but at the same time, if there's a verse in that gospel <laughs> that should be taken out, we're gonna yeah. let you know about it. So yep. uh, we're all we're all about rewriting Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> so going forward. Uh, in New Japan. They're going to start their tour again on uh, September 4th, and there's actually going to be three big destruction yeah. shows in the month of September. So the first one is going to be in Tokyo on September 17th. Uh, the second one is going to be in Hiroshima on uh, September 22nd. And then the big one in Kobe is going to be on September 23rd. So I think that one of the matches that we're going to see on this um, and I'm drawing from the Kenny Omega press conference after the G1. I think we're going to see him defend the G1 briefcase against Yoshi- Yoshihashi at one of these shows. Yeah, there's a lot that's set up. I mean, we don't have any of the lineups as of yet. Uh, but when we do, you'll be the first to know. Um, yeah, three. You know, when we ended this G1, we had a laundry list of, of matches that were potential set up. You know, and um, yeah, they're going to need three shows, apparently. Uh, to kind of squeeze a lot of this stuff in because there's just not enough time and enough dates and enough uh, big shows for some of these matches. You, you know, these are these are big money matches. Um, you can get decent houses from these. So, yeah, New Japan's rolling the dice and going for a threefer, a trifecta uh, with these shows. So, uh, I think I think I think their heads in the right place because they have a lot that they can draw from. I agree, know? and they can also um, continue this Noah feud going yep. forward. I there's think a, they th- absolutely will be. Yeah. There's a lot of room there. Um, poss- possibly an Elgin title defense a- a- against uh, Nakajima, perhaps. No, well, you got your Nakajima. You, you still have Marafuji Okada. Um, you got Elgin Naito somewhere along the lines. Uh, Evil's got to be in the mix there somewhere, right? Um, look, there's there's a lot of matches. I mean, listen, where where are we doing Okada Tanahashi again? Um, Dome? What? <laughs> no, <laughs> of course not. What? How could that happen sure? at the I don't dome? Know. I don't know. It can't. Uh, it can't? All right. Just no, making sure. Ta- Tanahashi, making didn't, sure. Tanahashi didn't defeat Kenny Omega during the They weren't even in the same block. All right. So he's not, sure. he's not going to be defending the briefkins against Tanahashi, I can assure you. All right. All right. All right. I'm, just, uh, I'm just making sure, Colin. And a lot of people want to see this match again. 
All right. Especially in a big building like the Dome. And even right. more people want to see Omega versus Okada. I, especially listen, in a big building like the Dome. I'm, I'm into it. Dude, let me tell you something. That match, th- that that weekend, you know, guess who's going to Tokyo with me? Who? Big Eric. Oh, I, I, I figured he might. Yep. So he uh, he got the bug. He got a little uh, got a little antsy, and I get a text. When, when are you going to Japan? Gave him the dates. He's like, all right, stand by. <laughs> he's like, what do you think? I'm going, I might go this day. Yeah, he's going to go two days earlier and go through. I was like, dude, fuck yes. Let's make it happen. He's like, all right, let me see. So we go to the diner, and he, we're, we're, we're scheming. We're figuring shit out. Plotting. He's text, plotting. He's texting all his – he's got a – He's got lots of fans, uh, not fans. No, he's got fans, but he's got lots of friends in Japan too. And he's texting them. And dude, we got the whole shit lined up, man. I, I, I we got everybody involved in this. It's this is this is gonna be crazy. We nice. got a, we. I think we got. I think we got ourselves a little hookup too, for uh, for the dome. I think we got ourselves a little little in. Wish uh, I could be there, but I wish you could too. I wish you could too, but you know, listen, you know, you'll you'll get there. You'll get there. We're not all millionaires like Damon McDonald. <laughs> hey, look, you know. What can I say? Um, life's good, and um, yeah. So yeah, we're working on uh, that. So I'm trying to figure out a way. And I know we're doing a production meeting on the air, but I'm trying to figure out a way to um, maybe get some guests. You know, but, but they have to have internet connection in the dome or at the hotel, right? Right. So that we can we can do it all at the same time because I don't want to go solo. If I absolutely have to, I will. But I prefer to kind of do a three-way dance. But I, don't, I just don't know the technology that might be around with that. But we'll figure that out. Uh, but again, that's what we're working on there. And again, keep in mind, we got Australia, um, all our friends down under. <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, I know we have some excited people. Um, we'll do a little meet up there, and uh, you know, maybe we'll patch you in there as well, Colin. You'll be you'll, you'll be there through the, the the technology. You'll be there through uh, the magic of the internet. Thank to- uh, Al Gore for that. Yes, so you'll be able to uh, contribute to anything that goes on. You'll live life vicariously through the internet, uh, along with all of your girlfriends. That was terrible. That was, that was a terrible. Going to make a porn joke. All right, uh, where are we? What, what else are we going to talk about today, Colin? We talked a lot about uh, Super J Cup. What else would you like to discuss? Well, you are also going to be at another show. Next, I'll be there next yeah. weekend, August twenty seventh, on my birthday. You're going to be at the Field of Honor show. Uh, I'll be grilling. And, <laughs> and what else? What will you be doing? Uh, drinking margaritas. Margaritas. That sounds actually very, very nice. I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll take the ride up the turnpike and uh, watch a little programs with uh, the usual uh, suspects. Uh, you want to talk about this show a little bit? Or you want to talk about Friday's uh, show? Uh, we can preview this show a little bit. So it's going to be right. headlined by an ROH world title match. It's a four-corner survival match featuring... Adam Cole, the new Ring of Honor World Champion, versus Jay Lethal, versus Tetsuya Naito, versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. So that should be good. It should be good. Um, here's my pet peeve. Want to hear a pet peeve of mine, Colin? Sure. I hate the fact that we never see New Japan versus New Japan on these Ring of Honor shows. Just give me one fucking match. You mean to tell me somebody can't do a goddamn job on these shows? I remember we were supposed to see it with Ishii versus Goto, but yep. that got scrapped. Tiger Hattori was like, fuck that. <laughs> we ain't doing that. Uh, yeah, no, just enough. I mean, seriously, we got, they had that Friday show. They had a fucking Okada versus Dalton Castle. I'm like, Dalton Castle's fine. Okay, Okada? Doesn't make any sense. And, and you know Dalton Castle's going to lose, right? It just I don't know. It just makes no sense. You can't put New Japan guys against New Japan guys. 
I just think that would be, and nobody's seen it. Even if you put like just two, even if you I, honestly, if you put Shibata versus Yujiro, I think people would be happy. Um, yeah. So again, we got a four corner match. Should be good. Uh, again, let's not get carried away. These guys use this as a little bit of a vacation, right? They use this as a little bit of a break. So you know, it's a, it's a match that happens to occur during their vacation. Kyle uh, O'Reilly versus Katsuyori Shibata. I think will be good. I think that would be good. Um, I'm excited to be to see Shibata, um, and again against a nice opponent like Kyle O'Reilly, who's going to get a little bit of a push as well. They're they're building him for a uh, defense or not a defense, but a challenge against Adam Cole. That was a pretty good match. Adam Cole, Jay Lethal from Friday. That was pretty good. Yeah, and also I wanted to uh, make note: if you are in Japan and listening to this, and you subscribe to NJPW World, apparently you can watch these Ring of Honor shows live on uh, NJPW World. They had uh, the Death Before Dishonor show this past Friday. Um, they they do it like they do those CMLL shows. Yeah. Uh, for example, there's going to be a big Arena Mexico show on Saturday that will be broadcast on NJPW World in Japan exclusively. I don't know why they do it like that, but that's the way it is. And it looks like they have a, a deal worked out with Ring of Honor like that as well, where if you're in Japan... You can watch the shows on the world, but not here, unfortunately. So Well, yeah, they want our pay-per-view money. Did I, t- I tell you the story about the Friday night one? Starts at 9 o'clock, right? Right. What time is my bedtime? 9 o'clock. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so I go upstairs, and like up my upstairs TV, I have 75 TVs in my house, but like one of them I can order pay-per-view through the remote. Like it's Because I have TV. I don't know. Long story. Um so I like I trudge upstairs. My wife's like, "What are you doing? You going to bed?" I was like, "No, I, I'm going to watch this wrestling, uh, but I, I got to watch it upstairs." And she just snickered. She goes, "You're going to be asleep in ten minutes." I was like, "Nah, I'll be all right. I'll, I'll you know whatever." She goes, "All right, well, I'm going to go downstairs and blah 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 blah." Next thing I know, I'm getting sweet, sweetie, wake up. I'm like, "What? What?" It's like fucking twelve thirty. <laughs> Missed the entire show. <laughs> I had to watch a replay. <laughs> I fell asleep during the. I saw. Uh, live, I saw two matches. I saw uh, the opener, which was pretty good. It was like a four-way with uh, Jay White and Kama Itachi was in it. That was a good one. Um, and then uh, was it Yano and Rapungi Vice? Some fucking schmaz, which was ridiculous. It was That was a pretty ugh, match. Oh, and Shibata and Silas Young. Yeah. Well, don't feel too bad because I fell asleep yesterday in the middle of the afternoon watching uh, one of the (laughs) (laughs) no one of the uh, New Japan on Access shows that I had DVR'd. Right, I I had them all DVR'd uh, back at the uh, back at the folks' homestead, and I just passed out on the couch in the middle of Kenny Omega versus Kushida. So (laughs) I missed uh, that whole show pretty much. Soothing sounds of Jim Ross. Yeah, put it right to sleep. Exactly. And here's another thing, Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly got he he's got this thing going now, and I did, never really noticed it before. Uh, but during this show, he gets into this excited rage talk, like his voice changes, and he's like, "Trey Lethal's the champion. Trey Lethal's the champion." <laughs> I'm like, "Where's this coming from?" Like he's channeling Satan he's or possessed. something. Possessed. I think he is. Like he like I, Pazuzu. It was like, what is he doing? Um, I noticed that because I woke up to that. Like my wife woke me up, and the first thing I'm hearing is Kevin Kelly, like, "Adam calls the champion." 
<laughs> it was just weird. I don't know. Maybe I was just sleepy. All right. Uh, yeah. So, okay. What else is on this uh, outdoor show? Yeah. So we got Kyle O'Reilly versus Katsuyori Shibata. We have a uh, intercontinental title match with Elgin defending against Donovan, Donovan Dijak. That should be uh, an interesting uh, big man power match. Uh, I don't mind Donovan Dijak. I think he's pretty good, I actually. Don't think so either, but again, I don't know, man. I'm just, you're bringing these guys in. I don't know. I don't want to be sourpuss. It's also a uh, six man showdown featuring the Bullet Club. <laughs> We've got the, yeah, hey, that's what it's labeled. At, at, it, at, that's what they're calling it. Showdown? Me, an eight man showdown with the ah. team of uh, the Young Bucks. Yujiro and Page taking on the Motor City Machine Guns, uh, Leo Rush, and ACH. Mm. Should be some flippy doos there, right? Yeah, that should be a fun match. Uh, we've also got a ROH World TV title match, Bobby Fish versus Evil. That should be nice. I think that would be really good, actually. Yeah, that should be good. Um, for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Oh, no. Ne- never mind. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I thought it was a title match. I was going to say, we have the champion, Kushida, taking on Dalton Castle in what I'm sure is a non-title match. Cause... Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> But is Dalton Castle that much bigger than, than Kushida? I don't think he's much bigger. Yeah, I don't think he's... I, I, you know what? I want to be surprised if Kushida's bigger. I want to have them stand <laughs> heel to heel. We're going to measure. That's what I want to do. I, I get better things. I can't believe I'm giving 20 bucks to fucking Yano. And Yujiro. Oh, my like 40 bucks. Can you believe wait. this? Just to get my poster signed. Just I because I'm, a, I'm, I'm an no, I want pictures, com- too. You need pictures with them. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if I want one. Oh, Maybe Yano. You know, you know you want your photo with the Tokyo pimp. <laughs> His fingers probably smell. Um, all right, I'll get my picture. T- but I, listen, I just want my poster signed. That's really what I really want. But I can't believe I'm dropping 40 bucks for that. We also right. have a uh, ROH World Tag Gauntlet with the Addiction, the Briscoes, War Machine, uh, ANX, Yano and Ghetto, mm. and Cheeseburger and Will Ferrara. Wow. Okay. So That's should all be a- one match? <laughs> yeah. It says ROH World Tag Team Championship Gauntlet. I'm reading this oh, all from the ROH website. So I guess we're starting with two, and then another tag team comes in after the, the pinfall? That's what it sounds like. Yeah, so like two start, you get the win. Here comes the next team. Huh. Eh, it should be a fucking clusterfuck. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but it should be a fun show overall. You're going to be there. Um, show's on my birthday, so uh, you know I've got other stuff to do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be good. Uh, I, I, actually, a lot of people are coming up for the show, so uh, be fun to meet everyone and then see everyone. If you're a listener, and don't be shy, come up and uh, you know buy me the beer. <laughs> you know, you always say, "Do not buy this gentleman no. a beer." Why? I'm, because I'm trying to get you off of these carbohydrates, which are oh, the devil. Yeah. I mean, you've got your big Australia trip coming up. You're talking That's about how you need to make major changes, yeah. and you have all these people buying you beers, pumping you full of carbs. No, I, I, I'm against this. I'm sorry. Mm, you do have a good point. You know what? I, I went food shopping today. Uh huh. I, I didn't buy a fucking carb, dude. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. I, I, I hope bought. you bought a lot of food, though. I bought one apple. <laughs> no, um, no, I bought. Yeah, I bought a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah good. There's, yeah, you know, but yeah. So I bought lots of veggies and lots of uh, meats, protein and, and vegetables. Damn it! Um, I, I listen when I went shopping. I, I, all I heard was your voice. All I heard. All I heard was. So I, I told him about like my bagel exploits. 
And then he's like, <laughs> like literally, I'm like all excited. It was this and the cream cheese and the salmon. And, and he goes, yeah, that sounds good. And then he goes, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of carbs here, Damon. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, you shamed me. So I heard, uh, I heard that voice in my head when I went shopping. So uh, there you go. Nobody gives a fuck about this. Yeah, okay. So that is your Field of Honor show uh, next Saturday, August 27th. Say hi to Damon. Don't buy him beer. Um, are there low-carb beers? I, well, there are light beers. I guess those are low-carb beers. I don't know. All right, somebody whole... buy me a low-carb beer, please. How about <laughs> somebody take a swig of beer and spit it in my mouth. That, <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be healthy, right? Getting rid of the carbs there, right? Sure. So uh, we just want to thank all of our great listeners, as always, for supporting us. You guys are the reason why we're here. So keep those five-star reviews coming in on iTunes and Stitcher. Remember, you can listen to each and every brand new episode of the PuroCast directly on NewJapanPuroCast.com. Links to all social media, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, our RSS feed. Everything's all right there. in Red uh, Tube. <laughs> you have read to important of everything in one neat little package newjapanpurocast.com and of course we are on the great voices of wrestling podcasting network they have something for everyone no matter what you're into so uh definitely subscribe to them as well check them out voicesofwrestling.com and damon and i are going to be back here same time next sunday we're going to talk about his experiences attending this field of honor show next saturday and they're always uh, good shows right remember the last year remember last year we had uh, the takahashi guy great story there some classic <laughs> bits coming up you you know there's going to be classic bits next week's the show you want to listen to yep. that's for sure there's going to be some good stories and of course we're going to be talking about all of the uh, goings on in the world of new japan pro wrestling perhaps we will even have a a destruction card by then so uh damon any final words no, Colin, I think we're good. I think uh, another successful uh, uh, show. We went into this a little negative, right? We went into this a little... Uh, we had our doubts that we were going to be able to pull through, but I think uh, another outstanding show by us, and uh, I'll just, we'll just pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're such creeps. All right, wrap it up. On that note, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Kuhn, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.